0: this by the lake podcast my name is james strong joined once again by my co-host cody tanner cody how are you on this
1: final cutdown wednesday uh, final cut down wednesday james it's interesting to see how the things have fallen each of us on this 53 man roster the original one not the one that's going to be official at the end of all this next two weeks uh we each missed six we missed six guys we either mm-hmm. had them on they took and they didn't have them on or we had them off and they had him on. Uh, but I think it's a good squad. I I don't think, yeah. I don't think, I think I say this every year. <laughs> as, as I'm about to say, I don't think I've been more excited for a Steelers roster in a long time. Pretty sure I said that last year. <laughs> um, but no, there's a lot to be excited for with when you look at the tight end room. The offensive line's been revamped and rebuffed in a matter of mm-hmm. months uh quarterback room is what it is running back rooms deep now I, I, linebackers oh my gosh linebackers i'm just excited to talk about it all uh we do have to talk about trades before we get into the actual 53-man roster that they announced yesterday um but i'm just excited james james how are you doing good man i'm doing good
0: got a uh, three-day weekend coming up this weekend Ooh. so always enjoy that uh we're gonna be getting our next show out to you guys on monday on labor day so Uh, We'll figure that out for you. But just wanted to let you know when to expect it since it's been a little bit off of the normal schedule. We're trying to get it back onto the normal schedule. uh, And during the regular season, we'll do Monday and Friday episodes. At least that'll be the goal. Sometimes we might have to do like a Saturday morning or a Thursday or something instead. But we're going to get them out to you as quickly and regularly as we can. Absolutely, Um, Quickly and regularly seems to be the frequency of Omar Khan trades this offseason, Cody. And I'm here for it uh this dude is making things happen and i love how he basically got rid of a couple of guys that either were on the back end of the roster or they weren't going to keep at all and got compensation for them
1: yep yeah uh,
0: so last year yeah kevin Dotson to the start and go, free agency they go out and pick up isaac siamalu a pretty serious upgrade they pick up nate herbig Who's a very versatile backup offensive lineman who could start for probably a lot of teams? Yep. Um, made Kevin Dotson pretty expendable, and they got some great compensation for him in my book.
1: Yeah, yeah, they traded him to the Rams, and uh, they yep. were able to turn a sixth round into a fifth round pick and a seventh into a sixth. No, a, no. Fi- a fifth uh, into a fourth next year. Yeah,
0: it's next year's fifth turning into a fourth. The year after, sixth turning into a. Fifth.
1: So that's fantastic, uh,
0: and and I think the really underrated thing about this is, uh, think for a second on how bad the Rams are right now. They're mm. expected to be one of the worst teams in the NFL for the foreseeable future with what they did with their salary cap, dumping players. There's only a, a few good players left on the roster. There, um, nobody's expecting them to win very many games. So it's not just going up one round; it's likely going up a round and a half, maybe more. Yeah, on each of those trades. Uh, so really under underrated value here on uh, going up one round in each position. I think it's going to be more like a round and a half. So that that fourth round pick next year could basically be one of the top picks in the fourth round, which is tremendous. Again, that's, that's day three. That's the beginning of day three. Uh, So if you can have a pick ready at the top of day three, I like that because this
1: team does a good job with researching and finding diamonds in the rough. They absolutely do. Uh, Another guy we were able to trade away, James, we talked about this before Kendrick green. Had a rough season last year, a rough preseason this year. I think he had two uh, high snaps or or missed snaps that the quarterback wasn't ready for. Got blown off the line of scrimmage a couple times, but we were able to trade him to the Texans uh, for a sixth-round pick in 2025. So not this draft or this upcoming year's draft, but the following.
0: Yeah, and again, this is the one that was really the shocker to me. Uh, No one had him making the roster. Nope. No one, but the Houston Texans in their final preseason game lost their starting left guard, who's a former first round pick from only a couple of years ago for the season. Uh, lost their rookie center, Juice Scruggs from Penn State, with a hamstring injury, expected to be out two to four weeks, uh, and they already had another guard, in Cuisinbury, out. Uh, so the center of their their interior offensive line just got devastated in the last few weeks for them, uh, and losing two guys in their final preseason game is just yeah, catastrophic, especially with one of them being out for the year. Uh, so you have to think that that's why Pittsburgh gave Kendrick Green the opportunity to play some right guard in that final preseason game, try and put some good tape out there. Uh, it was very fortunate for Pittsburgh that they were playing a team that was not intending on playing starters because he might not have looked as good as he did in that final preseason game. And you might not have gotten anything for him. Or And, and the other thing about this, Cody, is – Houston was number 2 If Pittsburgh got him, the Bears are the only team that could have got him in front of them. True. And they still were able to get a sixth-round pick. True. So Omar Khan just continues to impress me. And the man is magical. He makes things happen. Uh, I, I don't know if he's got his own flying carpet or what's going on here, but I absolutely love what he's doing, this this genie that we have called Omar Khan. I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's doing work. He's making things happen. And And I'll tell you what, here's the fun part. All that did was that year where we no longer have a sixth-round pick, we now have a sixth-round pick again. It just covered that sixth-round pick for 2025. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. We'll have two fifth-rounders that year and a sixth and a seventh at this point. Um, I'm excited for the future because, again, look at what we did this year in, in the offseason, the first offseason with you know, the the genius, the genie Omar Khan. I'm excited to see what we do in the future with that as well. Um, now we're going to talk about the 53-man roster. Again, a, not a lot of shocking things here, a few that we'll get to. Um, but we're just going to go down the list. We'll kind of alternate different positions and then talk about them. I'll go first with quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky. Not depth chart that order. That's just who we got. Um, no surprise there. That's what we all called. There was, a, you know, there was a chance people wanted Tanner Morgan to make it, but that wasn't going to happen. Uh, you just have the three guys that have been there for the past – Two years, well, one year if you include Kenny, Um, but they're good guys. We'll see what happens moving forward. Running backs, James.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have to feel good about that just because of the progress with Kenny Pickett and the other two are capable backups, so I'm good with that. Uh, Running back room, we both also nailed that. Uh, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Anthony McFarland Jr., no surprises there. Anthony McFarland impressed enough in the preseason to kind of wash away the doubts. Seems like he's packed on a little more muscle over the last couple of years. Uh, is able to withstand contact, fight for extra yards a little bit better, which is very important in the Pittsburgh scheme. Uh, They don't have him listed as the starting kick returner, but he did get to return some kicks. uh, Well, yeah, because you you know
1: we have a new starting kick returner. Uh,
0: at least a punt returner
1: that's true at least punt yeah. for sure
0: <laughs> yeah at least punt for sure <laughs> uh fullback they list connor hayward but they
1: also list him somewhere else you want to talk about the other position they listed him at <laughs> yeah the listing was tight end so we have pat firme with washington the surprise cut here was zach gentry uh gonna gonna here wearing your you're wearing your jesse james jersey <laughs> yes because anyone <laughs> <laughs> um but no, that was the surprising cut. I think there's a chance that he finds his way back on the team. Uh, I don't know for certain, honestly, how or why that could happen. It's it's a tough. It's one of those tough cuts. I think it's a guy that they wanted to yeah. keep, uh, but I don't think at the end of the day it was justifiable with Darnell Washington having a good preseason. Pat Frymouth being top ten tight ends in the league right now. And then Connor Hayward's ability to do basically anything and everything you ask of him—it's just not worth keeping that third, fourth, technically tight end yeah. on the team. Um, Impossible
0: to justify, right? Darno Washington has way more upside. Seems like a better blocker too. And Connor Hayward is just an extremely useful multi-tool. Yep. Capable as a running back. Capable as a receiver. Capable of blocking in some situations. Just don't give him too big of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think. I think even though I didn't want to see Zach Gentry go in those goal line formations, I hate it when they use an extra offensive lineman instead of a tight end. And I think they're going to be forced to do that this year because of that move. Um, I do hold out hope that he's brought back somehow. Maybe they end up a little heavy in another position. Yep. Uh, we'll see what happens on that, though. Uh, but I wore 81 because I've always said that I thought – Jesse James was the best number two tight end on a team in Steelers history. And Zach Gentry was a solid one, but I'm worried about whether or not I'm going to be able to say that much longer. Cause Darnell Washington looks like a beast, but I'm here for it. I absolutely love it. I'm excited about it. Uh, to the wide receiver room. Uh, so, the top five, we both had correct Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson, the second, Calvin Austin, the third, Miles Boykin, and then they did decide to keep Gunnar Olszewski as well, which Cody called correctly. Uh, so give him props on that one. Good ding job, ding. Cody. He's got the, the return man experience, which might be something that helped him out in that. And might um, not happen a, now. Yeah, he's also a former Pro Bowl return man. Uh, so It is what it is. He's a capable receiver. Miles Boykin doesn't give you much as a receiver. That might have also had something to do with it uh, because the top four are pure receivers. And if you're only keeping five and your fifth isn't even really much of a receiver, well, then I guess I get that. So,
1: Yeah. Uh, Moving on to the defensive side of the ball, defensive line. -line, O-line. 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 You're right. I I, I got excited to talk (laughs) to this defense. Um yeah, I get it. <laughs> Me too. No, O-Line, you got your starters. You got Broderick Jones, Dan Moore Jr., James Daniels, Isaac Siamalu, and Mason Cole. And then you have the the, you know, army knife, what 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 is those knives called? Spencer Anderson. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, talking about? Swiss Army Swiss knife. Swiss Army knife. There we go. Yeah, yeah. and then you have <laughs> Nate Herbig and Chuk for I actually missed um on that starting, but then you have Dylan Cook a guy that you kind of thought about bringing on your 53 minute roster. I didn't think about it at all, honestly, but he was the surprise keep there. Um, So good for him.
0: Yeah, awesome to see Spencer Anderson make the team. I was really hopeful he showed his versatility, uh, played all five positions either in preseason games or in practice. Uh, You know how much they love that versatility. Seems like he's pretty capable on the inside as a guard too. Yep. Uh, so I love that Dylan cook, for those of you not real familiar with him, because I don't think we talked about him. once we didn't up until this point, um, Dylan cook started off as a third team, right? Tackle started getting some reps at left tackle as well. And then actually worked his way above La Raven Clark to the second team. Uh, so To get him more reps there, they started using Spencer Anderson more at both guard positions with that second-team offensive line. Uh, And he actually started the final preseason game at left guard. So he actually got some reps in the guard position as well. Uh, So it's a guy with decent length, decent size, tackle and guard capability. So it's another multi-tool offensive lineman who can play in different positions. I don't know if he's got the experience that Spencer Anderson does at guard. Now, Spencer's got a lot of snaps under his belt in college at guard. This might be more of a tackle guy who can also do guard, but might need a little work on footwork and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I really like it. I think this is the best offensive line group Pittsburgh's had in about five years, Uh, going back to David DeCastro, Marquise Pouncey, Alejandro Villanueva. uh, It goes back to that group for me to be able to say we've had a line that's even close to it. And none of these guys are pro bowlers yet either. Uh, So, This is just the best group since we had that group, in my opinion. And I think it's a deeper group than what we're used to as well. Uh, Your top two backup players being Nate Herbig and Broderick Jones. Broderick Jones is probably going to start before the season's over. Uh, He's the rookie first-round pick. And then when that happens, Dan Moore might end up on the right side. You never know because he got a chance on the right side this preseason, too, and looked pretty good doing it. Uh, So. I'm pretty happy about this offensive line group, who they were able to keep, and the versatility of the pieces there.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a great time to see us not have uh, gaping holes in the offensive line, where you know Kendra Green just unable to keep a block last year. Yeah, um, well, the
0: miscommunication stuff, where drastic. Dan Moore and, and uh, Kevin Dotson a lot of times last year there'd be miscommunication, somebody come running straight free. Uh, so yeah, that that stuff I think is really going to be cut down with the experienced veteran guards that are so quality. Um now on this team.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. James, look at this defensive line now. Defensive side of the ball now, officially.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Now. Now we're gonna go big boys on the defensive side. Uh, starting off with Cameron Hayward. I know you were stunned that he made the rosters. I just, didn't, um, think he, I just <laughs> didn't
1: think we needed him.
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Better options, right? <laughs> uh, so Larry Joby also. Montrevious Adams penciled in as the starting nose tackle right now. Uh, of course, the rookie second-round pick, Keanu Benton, makes the team. The Marvin Leal, the former third-round pick. Uh, Isaiah Loudermount, the former fourth-round pick. Uh, and then Armand Watts is our final and seventh defensive lineman? And uh, that was the one I got that Cody went the Fahoko route. Yep. Uh, we have found out since we started recording that Fajoko is going to be on the practice squad, which I'm really excited because uh, I said that I would rather keep Fahoko, uh than Montrevius Adams because I think he's more stout against the run, and I think that's really important in the AFC North. Yep. Uh, so we'll see how the season plays out if they struggle against the run. If Keanu Benton isn't ready to be as stout as they need, then you might see Fajoko come up from the practice squad get called up maybe on some of those occasions. Yep. Uh, but good unit, good unit, and I love – how many young recent draft picks there are waiting in the wings, ready to take over and be the next generation. And I really am excited about Keanu Benton because I really feel like he can make that transition from starting out as nose tackle to being the defensive end slash D tackle and the nickel defense type that can give you some real push on the pocket and get some sacks too. So real excited about this group right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. Uh Looking at these linebacker group, this is outside and inside. We'll go over, just all of them and talk about them. So you have Quan Alexander. Let's,
0: let's split them. You let's do the them? outside. In the, or the, yeah, let's split them up. It's just a lot of guys.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll do outside linebackers. You have Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, which was no surprise there. Uh, and then you also have Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden, which are the guys that we expected. We called it 4 for 4 on those guys. Um, yep. Yep. Excited for what Absolutely those guys are going to bring it. to the table, <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, best best quad <laughs> group of outside linebackers this team's ever had. Uh, I'm very confident in saying that. You know, uh, when we had a couple years ago, what was it, uh, Gordon um, or Ingram? Ingram, Ingram, Ingram backup outside linebacker. You know, he had a similar resume to what you have with Marcus Golden. Uh, but when we had him, uh, I mean, who was the other guy opposite? <laughs> Nothing significant. You know, it was one of those back of the roster guys that plays special teams and then you don't get anything out of them. Herb is, is exciting. He he looked fantastic in the preseason. Cody has staked his claim and said he's going to lead the team in sacks this upcoming He's going to have double digit oh. sacks.
1: He's going to have double digit sacks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so excited. I mean, I think Cody's right. He's going to have a really year i'm not going as far as double digit sacks on it double but digit. i won't be surprised if he gets five or six double digit. You know? <laughs> uh what's also exciting is how this middle linebacker group shaped up mm-hmm. uh, i think that once the the preseason ended we had a drastically different feeling than what we did at the beginning of the preseason. And it was the same guys on the field. Uh, so that's awesome that they played so much better. Cole Holcomb, then he landed in Robert slated as your starters right now, but we do believe that Landon Roberts kind of going to sub out yep. every now and then with Quan Alexander, uh, Mark Robinson also making the team. We both had Tanner Muse making the squad and he did not. And he's already been claimed by somebody. Yep. Uh, so he's not coming back on the practice squad either. Um, we thought that special teams value that athleticism from them was going to get them on the squad. We thought that they would keep a fifth inside linebacker, especially since we, neither one of us thought a fifth outside linebacker would happen. And a lot of times they keep at least nine linebackers combined, uh, only eight linebackers. This is probably the smallest group I've seen in a long time. I mean, last year it was like six middle linebackers. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Uh, Drastic <laughs> drastically different group. Um, But exciting based off of the play that we saw in the preseason. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, And it's been a while since I looked forward to the middle linebacker group. I mean, I had high hopes last year, hoping that Devin Bush would play good again. And uh, Miles Jack had a reputation that was good. Uh, But it just, the the product on the field didn't turn out as good as we were hoping. Yeah, I think it'll be better this year.
1: And I know we didn't say it at the beginning, but at the end of this uh, episode, we are also going to talk about the nine Uh, added practice squad players that were added today officially. That was just released uh, on Steelers on the Steelers app. So we'll talk about those guys after this. Yes, sir. Uh, Defensive backs. We'll talk about these guys. We'll break them up safeties and corners. I'll go over the safeties. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, Demonte KZ, Miles Killebrew for his special teams ability. Um, and then Keanu Neal so those are the t- four guys we're keeping Minka is an obvious pick DeMonte KZ and, I, and Keanu Neal I believe are going to have some kind oh, of dynamic yes. <laughs> yeah dynamic uh, play mm-hmm. you know KZ coming in on probably nickel downs Neal we'll see what playing time he gets Base but three again, four yeah but he's strong safety in the base three four no doubt but again Miles Killebrew the the guy that we weren't sure what is he going to make it is he not going to make it he's he blocked two punts a few years ago what you did two years ago doesn't really matter now well then in the last preseason game or one of the two i believe he gets that almost blocked (laughs) yeah
0: i got got a yeah got a partial block (laughs) yeah so
1: you gotta they're keeping him on for that if he can get even one this year i think he's worth it in all honesty um so we'll see what happens there great safety lineup there as well james you want to go over these corners Yes. In the
0: corners, there's going to be a little crossover because we're expecting some of these guys to play a little safety this year. Yep. Uh, But a nice, solid unit there. We've got Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace slated to be your starters right now. Joey Porter Jr. uh, right behind them. And in the nickel, that might be your three. There's some rumor that we're going to see some Patrick Peterson slide inside the slot nickel uh, this upcoming season. James Pierre, your other outside corner that made the roster. Uh, Shannon Sullivan and Elijah Riley kept on the team as nickel corners. Shannon Sullivan, a little more of a cover guy. Elijah Riley, a little more of a blitzer uh, and run stopper. And honestly, Elijah Riley is really good on special teams his resume also has a decent amount of safety play on it. So that might be your extra backup safety rather than sticking miles Kilbrew on the field. Maybe you see a little bit of Elijah Riley. So Trey Norwood's time with the Steelers seems to be up unless he was brought onto the practice squad. I kind of hope he was honestly, uh, but <laughs> we'll see if any of the other safeties are kept around. They always keep one or two. It seems like when you got 16 guys, you can put on your practice squad. You've, probably ought to stack one or two safeties on that group uh but that's our uh, our safety group this year and then it's just our specialists
1: and if you uh, if, you're Chris at, if you're good at math we're only yeah. at 49 players
0: that's an issue (laughs) that's an issue Uh, so they kept chris boswell of course christian koontz of course presley harvin the third of course and of course a second punter in Braden man why not because everyone had that prediction uh also everyone was thinking after that was the original 53 that he was going to get traded that the idea was they they had somebody probably right on the hook and they kept them as leverage and who knows? Well, uh, they made a move after the initial 53 and have released Braden Man, and it appears that Desmond King is now going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Desmond King, a former All-Pro yep. cornerback specializing as the nickel position, uh, so this may impact Shandon Sullivan and Elijah Riley. Um, from what I was reading about him today, he has an extremely impressive resume in blitzing the quarterback and stopping
1: the run out of the nickel. Uh, and his passing defense grades are very good. Also, which is what we had with Mike Hilton back in the day. So maybe they're mm-hmm. trying to bring that kind of style back. It's a bigger. Yeah, bigger dude than that. Oh, much bigger. Much bigger than Mike Hilton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm excited to see what happens there. I'm hoping that it doesn't affect that defensive back room. Honestly, I'm sure it will, but I'm hoping it doesn't. Um, Yeah, I think it will. It 100% will, but I like the guys we have. (laughs) I I don't want to see Elijah Riley go because of his ability to play safety, and I don't want to see Shannon Sullivan go because of his amazing interception he had in that last preseason game. Um, yeah, or one of the last two, I, sh- I should say. But then Steelers did add nine players to the practice squad today. Um, eight who were just released by the Steelers and one James who came from a separate team. Uh, the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys, uh, former cornerback, Anthony Brown uh, is now on the practice squad. And then you also have uh, mm-hmm. cornerback, Luke Barku running back, Greg Bell, mm-hmm. which I'm actually excited about seeing that one. Um, yeah. You have uh, Braden Fajoko, Des Fitzpatrick, Jonathan Marshall, David uh, Perales, safety Trenton Thompson, who had a good preseason, and tight end Rodney Williams all signed to the practice squad.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's our first nine on it. Uh, I like the group. I don't know much about Anthony Brown. It's like he was a sixth round pick in the 2016 NFL draft. So yep. that's a veteran guy that they're going to have on the roster there as far as the practice squad. Um, a couple of names that stick out to me, obviously Braden Fajoko. We talked about him run stopping, stopping specialist. Uh, happy that they can keep him. Des Fitzpatrick I thought was incredible as a, a gunner and kick and punt coverage yep. specialist who is also a wide receiver. Uh, And then Rodney Williams, tight end, I thought he had a really nice preseason. Uh, So I'm excited to see him be kept around because, you know, with a year on the practice squad, a year in the weight room, you never know. Maybe he becomes somebody that you want as that number three tight end uh, next upcoming season. Uh, But I like it. It's a a good start to the group. Uh, And then there's some rumors going around. That's just the official signed group. There's also an offensive tackle and an offensive guard already being rumored. Uh, so, and those are both from other teams, recent draft pick guys too, like 2022 draft guys.
1: Nice. Uh, Well, we'll be excited to see what happens there. Let us know what you guys think of this 53 man roster. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Is there someone they cut that they should have kept? Is there someone they kept that you said, Hey, you shouldn't be on the team. You shouldn't be in the NFL. My guy, let us know. Uh, we'll talk about it. You never know. People have opinions. My guy. Uh, so again thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're on YouTube be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and YouTube subscribe and ring the bell it is free and until next time this is your host James and Cody signing off
0: peace